Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Okay, so this morning, Diego and I, um, today is August the 19th of 2021, Thursday, August 19th, by the way. This morning, Diego, the owner of Keep Talking, and I had the pleasure of participating in an event with Low Carbon City, which is a Colombian organization, a Colombian-based organization that is all about sustainability. And uh, we essentially helped them with their international form, and Foro Internacional. Uh, we were working as uh, interpreters, basically, or translators during the event. Um, but it was pretty cool. It was about a three-hour event over Zoom, uh, a webinar with a lot of different guests. And what I wanted to do is give kind of a summary of what this event was about. Be what this event was about, because... A lot of you have seen us posting things recently. If you follow us on Instagram about low carbon city, low carbon city, low carbon city, and you're probably like, what the heck is low carbon city and why do you keep talking about it, right? Well, anyway, that's why I wanted to do this summary. We actually had on a previous podcast episode, um, Diego interviewed Carolina Alzate, uh, who is one of the leaders of low carbon city. I forget what her actual title is. Perdón, Carolina, no recuerdo. No recuerdo cuál es tu título en Low Carbon City, si estás escuchando esto. But, um, anyway, she was one of the organizers of the event as well. And you can check that episode out. Uh, we did it about a month ago. Um, I believe the title is Making a Global Impact. We, we did like a play on words, like a global impact and local. So we turned it into the word global, making a global impact interview with Diego and Carolina. You can check that out on the podcast as well. But basically, today's international forum, or el Foro Internacional, was called Blazing the Trail for Regeneration. Caminos hacia la regeneración, right? And it was very interesting. Um, for me, I'm going to point out some of the main things that I learned and some of the cool projects that were discussed. The first thing Um, there was a gentleman, and I don't have everybody's title here as well. There were a lot of guest speakers, but um, one of them was Danilo Villafañe. Villafañe, I believe it was Villafañe. Anyway, he spoke at the beginning, and I'm going to sort of paraphrase what he said in Spanish here, which was interesting to me. Basically, what he said is that la naturaleza se restaura a sí mismo. Nature will restore itself. Eh, y solamente el ser humano solamente tiene que entender cómo funciona la naturaleza y luego hacer sus proyectos, los proyectos del ser humano, encajar en esta lógica natural. I thought that was very interesting uh, because if you think about it, we really, well, most of our modern day projects, if you want to call them that as human beings, do not fit in very well with nature. No se encajan muy bien con la naturaleza a veces. He also said basically that el ser humano es el único 
que quiere el único ser, digamos, que quiere cambiar o mejorar, que quiere cambiarse o mejorar, mejorarse. And this is essentially sort of what leads to what's become kind of global warming, el calentamiento global, y el punto de no retorno, that point of no return that we sometimes, that we feel like we're getting close to with global warming. Now, this is a big, I mean, there are a lot of aspects to this. It's not just a black and white issue like, oh, human beings are responsible for everything and it's because we want to improve things. That's why global warming happened, et cetera, et cetera. I understand that that phrase is very, it's almost kind of like cliche, you know. Los seres humanos se quieren mejorar y por eso hay calentamiento global, por tecnología y por eh, sobreconsumción y no sé qué, right? So, obviously, it's a lot more, um, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more details to it than that. But I really did find the concept interesting that as human beings, all we really have to do is just understand better how nature works. And especially as someone like me who is participating in this and listening to this, sitting there thinking to myself, well, there's a lot of people in, you know, South America, Colombia that are in this event right now that definitely are much more a part of nature than I am. Because you have to keep in mind that I'm recording this podcast from and was participating in this international forum from the beautiful city of Eden Prairie, Minnesota, which is a great city in Minnesota in the in the northern part of the United States. But when I look around, I don't really see a lot of sustainability, right? I mean, you think about it, most of us here are driving our cars to work to different offices. We're drinking 10 bottles of water every day. I don't do that, actually. I, I, don't, I don't drink bottled water that often. I usually try to refill uh, a reusable bottle rather than just drinking from a bunch of plastic bottles and throwing them away all day. But, you know, we're driving our big cars to work without any other passengers. We just drive by ourselves. That way we could put more CO2 emissions into the air, etc., etc. You know, that's the lifestyle we have around here. We're, we're going to the supermarket. We're buying foods that are processed and we're produced tens of thousands of miles away in China or in other parts of, you know, the Americas, South America, never buying local foods, etc., etc. So we're probably the worst. Nosotros aquí somos los peores en varios sentidos eh, para la sustainability. We're just not so great at sustainability here. So anyway, it was interesting to listen to some of this because I feel like definitely where I live, we are out of touch with nature. Um, but with that in mind, we can always try to make little improvements no matter where we live, no matter who you are, right? And so this Foro Internacional, this international forum, they talked a lot about uh, regenerative agro-farming, o sea, la agropecuaria regenerativa, um, regenerando la economía, eh, gobernanzas. You know, you hear a lot of these buzzwords, these big words related to regeneración. But one of the panelists essentially said that if we all just, well, one thing that I found very interesting is that essentially if you get like 3.5% of the human population, I think it was 3.5%, like 3.5% of the human population trying to live a more sustainable life and creating businesses that regenerate things and recycle things uh, rather than throwing away 40% of your processed food that you didn't even eat like we do in the U.S. here. <laughs> then if just 3.5% of the cities or of the people in the world start living a more sustainable life, then that will eventually be enough for basically 
everyone, the entire world to change. Now, I don't know how they do the math on this, right? But the concept here is that in order to make a big change, you don't need to be able to change the whole world. And of course, we can't, right? But if we can just get enough people on a local level to start making changes, if it can add up to a change that amounts to about 3.5% of the population, that's going to change the whole world and make it so that we don't have to worry about things like, you know, a global warming crisis where the oceans rise by 30 feet and all of us are underwater by 2040, right? Uh, another thing that I found interesting is they said along those same lines that if we just all start taking some of these basic steps that within 25 years global warming, global warming can be reversed, essentially, right? That was, well, this is one of the things that Bill Reed, uh, one of the... Uh, he was one of the guest speakers said at the beginning is that nature does restore itself. Like I said at the beginning, nature will restore itself if we as humans just stop messing with it so much. And obviously it's complicated because there are certain things that we have to do as human beings. Uh, well, not necessarily that we have to do, but a lot of the things that we do when we quote unquote destroy nature are just kind of necessary for us to live, right? But at the same time, we can all make little, take little steps to make a difference. Uh, one of the really cool things that I found um, in this forum, and I don't want to single people out and say, like, this is the, the person who I like the best or the person that I found the most interesting, but I'm just going to do that. So <laughs> I'm just going to say, okay, yeah, this is the person that I found the most interesting was Dr. Carmen Ijosa. I believe it was Ijosa is her last name. Has a company called Ananas Anam or Piñatex. They have a product called Piñatex, right? Which is basically a natural alternative to leather. O sea, un alternativo al cuero uh, that is made from cellulose fibers extracted from pineapple leaves. Okay, so basically they're making all of these clothing and shoe products, esos zapatos, ropa, o sea, productos de la industria de moda, ¿verdad? The fashion industry. Uh, they're, they're using all of these products that are made from pineapple leaves, leaves, from pineapple fibers, instead of traditional leather. And it's way, way more sustainable. She talked about a lot of different uh, projects she has. She's originally from Spain, but has worked in numerous places all around the world. Uh, and one of them is the Philippines. And right now she talked about a project that she has where uh, she has a lot of people who work in the Philippines on these different farms where they make some of these products among other products and it was a super cool presentation and I just thought that this was it was really awesome to listen to because it's one of those strange things where how do I put this so as someone especially as someone who lives in Eden Prairie Minnesota like I said where we're driving around in our cars eating processed foods from far away and throwing away 40% of it we're not really doing that great with sustainability a lot of times and a lot of times we hear all of these like fancy buzzwords and we hear people talk and we're like, oh, yeah, but are they really doing anything? What are they doing? ¿Qué están haciendo? De verdad. Para ayudar con la sustainability. But this company that Dr. Carmen Hosa has and they make their, they make their Piñatex products, it was just very obvious that, wow, this really is a great product that's doing great things not only for, you know, creating less waste and less carbon emissions from the products they make, but also helping to create jobs in areas like this area she mentioned in the Philippines where people have struggled to find work. And so it was just really cool. There also were a lot of different panel guests from all, well, a lot from Colombia, many from Sur America, Brazil. There was even one from 
the U.S. There was representative from FOLU Colombia, which is the Food and Land Use Coalition. Uh, I'm going to put down below in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to the Low Carbon City website. We've also been tagging Low Carbon City a ton on our social media. But let me just give a shout out here to everyone, all of the participants in this. So we had Danilo Villapaña, Gobernador del, uh, del Cabildo, Arhuaco del Magdalena. Ooh, those are some tough, tough words for a gringo. Y La Guarija Sierra Nevada. Uh, we had Bill, Lee, Bill Reed, I can't even say the name in English correctly, Bill Reed, Leader Regenesis. Uh, that's just the title that they give for him here. I don't know his actual title. Uh, we had Maria Luisa Zapata from Confama, Dr. Carmen Hijosa, as I mentioned, from Ananas Aman, Carolina Fernandez Jansink from Cascading Sustainability, Camilo Vergara from Ecosistema Jaguar, uh, Sarah Day Evans from Accelerating Appalachia, Diego Benitez from Siembra Viva, Denise Amador from Muchiran Agroforestal, Carolina Heidke from Ecoescuela El Manzano, Melina Angel from Colombia Regenerativa, Claudia Martinez from FOLU, and Marcela Lopez from Visión Suroeste. And there were some moderators, I guess, as well. Sergio Pobón from, from Pro Antioquia, Susana Ortiz from O2 Reserve, Maria Luisa Zapata from Cofama. I think I already mentioned her. Okay, you get the point. So there were a lot of panelists in this. I just wanted to mention all of those names. That way, if you're interested in any of them, if you happen to know any of them, definitely reach out to learn more about these projects. But overall, this was a super cool thing to be a part of. Uh, I definitely learned some things. Uh, these people are making a difference, not just with their words, but actually with projects on the ground. So be sure to check out Low Carbon City at the link below. Follow them on the social networks as well. We're going to try, I think we're going to try to get another interview at some point uh, with someone from Low Carbon City or maybe one of these uh, guests that I mentioned because it was all very interesting to learn about. So thank you so much for your attention, talkers. Try to be sustainable today. And if you can't be sustainable, at least pray that the rest of us are sustainable. No, I'm just kidding. All right, talkers, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about